Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast Awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you are new here, welcome to the show. I'm thrilled that you're here. It's always been interesting to see when I happen upon a podcast that I really like. It seems to be one of those times when I needed to hear that message for that day, whether it be super entertaining and I just needed to laugh or I needed to check out of whatever craziness was going on, or maybe there was some really important message that inspired me to change the way I was doing something or really just consider thinking about being more intentional about what it was I was doing. So if this is your first episode and you're joining me today. I want to say thank you so much. And I feel like maybe there's a reason you're here. If you've been around for a while, I am so grateful for you. Uh, this podcast has won not one, but two international podcast awards. And I am convinced that it is because I am coming up with stuff that is happening to me in my daily life. And I'm talking about that kind of thing, much like what I'm going to share with you today. And that's something that resonates with you. And I really always want this to be like conversational, not just me saying, hey, here's some ways to do these things if you want to be successful at it. No, most of the time I'm hitting record and I have an idea of what I want to talk about, but sometimes it just sort of morphs into something that I wasn't expecting. Uh, and then inevitably, those are the things that people have reached out to me and been like, oh, remember that one time you told that story about how you blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, it's interesting. I do find that a lot of times I'll get some feedback on things that I never planned on talking about. And I'll say something that really connected with somebody or maybe was like a funny thing because you're like, oh my gosh, you have no idea how much that happens at our house. So with that said, thanks for indulging me and listening to that little bit. With that said, I wanted you to know that there's something that has been going on in our world as a family and me in my life. And I've shared with you a lot in the past that I definitely have anxiety. I have anxiety that can feel crippling sometimes because I don't know what is the next step. And so much of the way that I push past that is by really communicating, not just with people here in the world, which I have an amazing support system and I'm so grateful, but also my faith and sort of just having, I call it a direct line to God. I'm constantly in prayer. And this is something that has been, I don't want to say a struggle. It's definitely born from feeling really grateful and really blessed right now with this season in our lives. And uh, so I'm not complaining. And actually, if you listen to last episode, I was talking a lot about the season of volunteering because it's time for me to step away as being a chair. I'll still be around, but being a chair of the bake sale and the mini boutique, the holiday boutique that our school does. And it was like, I was saying my fifth year, but I think it was my sixth year to do it. And uh, it just was kind of getting to a point where I felt like I needed to say, I'm feeling overextended. A lot of things are going well in our lives, which are great, but it's causing me to feel really overscheduled. Well, this week, I want to talk to you about what that's looking like for our kids. Again, this episode is born from some really exciting stuff that I wasn't expecting, the family wasn't expecting, and we're thrilled about it, but we're really starting to feel overscheduled, overly scheduled. What is the correct way to say that? Mom, I know you're listening. My kids call you Graham. I say you put the Graham in grammar. What is the way to title this episode? Is it overscheduled or overly scheduled to a fault? That's the key though, to a fault. And that's why I'm talking to you today because I feel like we aren't just in that season of like, yay, we're going to try a whole bunch of new things and this is going to be great. We're creeping into that territory where it's to a fault. Like, Maybe we're not getting the rest that we need. Like maybe it's becoming a bit of a struggle to get homework assignments done as quickly as possible. Maybe we're feeling a little bit like we can't do some of the more relaxed, fun things or even rest and chill the way that we used to before because we're on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So uh, if you are, again, new here or if you just haven't heard me talk about it before, I created something years ago called the Three E's Philosophy based on being a kindergarten teacher and doing things in three simple steps. So go back and listen to episode one if you have haven't heard that and what my thought process is behind breaking things down to three simple steps, but I'm going to suggest to you three things today really quickly because I'm about to go board a plane for my brother's wedding. Uh, really quickly, I just want to talk to you about three things that are really helping us right now decide if we are really feeling too overly scheduled and we need to dial it back a bit, or if there are some certain things that we can embrace. So I will tell you a lightning quick backstory, which is that today I actually went to school 
school after I dropped my kiddos off at carpool because my daughter is really wanting to be in the school musical. Now, because COVID hit and for a, not just two, but I think like three years there, we really were not doing the types of plays and musicals and activities and things that they had always done before. Our school does really big productions. They're so much fun. They do such a good job of having young and older kids really carry the show. I love it so much. My background is theater. I was a theater major in college. I've done some things in movies and, you know, that's just part of what I love so much about performing is the ensemble and working together as a team. So I want that for my daughter and she really wants it. I shared recently that she and my son did the poetry contest at school and both of them did so well. I was so proud of them. And I was actually bummed when we found out that it was only third through eighth grade that we're getting to audition for this musical because my son, it's actually SpongeBob, the musical, which seems so random, especially for a Christian school, but it actually has some really wonderful, sweet themes throughout and um, teamwork, working together, uh, worrying that there's some uh, evil at work that they want to overcome and will people overcome it and will they work together as a team to make things happen and, and save their city under the sea. Uh, so with that said, my son was like, that's such a bummer that I can't do it. So I'm holding out hope that maybe, maybe they will extend it and open it up to second grade as well. Now on that note, one of the things that they talk about is like, hey, if you audition, we'll, we'll definitely give you a part, but it's going to be a matter of who we want to cast in whichever role based on your audition. So I'm kind of at that place where I'm like, well, gosh, if she auditions, then we've got to commit to this completely. And if you've heard me talk about on past episodes, we now are doing the Sunshine Volleyball League, which is like a year commitment because she loved playing volleyball for her school so much. And they ended up winning the finals. Such a nail biter. That was so much fun to watch. I felt like the whole school was out to see it. It was just so exciting. But the thing is, we now are in a position where we've committed to a club league for volleyball. She really wants to do this musical, which is going to be more days at school, after school, lots and lots of rehearsals. On top of that, she had so much fun with volleyball and she's tried soccer in the past. She was like, for winter sports, can I do basketball? So we signed her up for basketball. So the reason that I'm saying she, 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 and I'm not talking about my son is because one of the things that we have talked about as a family, which is actually going to be my essential, my number one thing that I think is super important in trying to decide if you're overly scheduled to a fault and if it's time to dial it back or if it's okay to say, look, it's going to be a little crazy for right now. This is the season. Let's lean into it and help each other out. That is my number one essential thing, which is communicate with your family. So I'll talk to you more about that in just a sec. The reason I'm talking more about my daughter and not my son right now is because for a really long time, a couple of years, actually, we were in the season of my Duke. Duke is a kid who we have rallied behind to figure out some extra things that he needed assistance with. And he, I am excited to say, is thriving. We are so thrilled. He's not only doing really great in school, which he was doing pretty well academically before, but we found out some things that were going to help him. We did a summer program and it was so outstanding, so worth it. If you know me personally, you know how 
life-changing I've talked to you about it being. So that was fantastic. Totally worth it. Worth the time, worth the investment. Great. Now that he's doing so well in that arena, and he's also doing really well socially, and he had his moment last spring to really get excited and thrive in baseball. That makes my heart sore because I was a softball player. Now my husband is thrilled. Well, it took him a moment because he was scared to go back to his past, but he's now thrilled that my daughter is really into volleyball because that was his sport. So now we both got one kid loving one thing that I did, one kid loving the thing that dad did. And so that's really been fun. It's been fun for us to kind of think about our upbringing, our childhood, and how important those sports were in our world. Plus now we're talking about musical and acting and theater. And that's another thing that's really fun for me. And I'm so excited about So if that is something that's happening in your life right now, and you're like, all right, I want to lean into this because this is so great, but whoa, are we biting off more than we can chew? Are we going to still have time to rest? Are we going to still have time to get our obligations that are like our schoolwork and things done? Well, that's what I want you to really focus on when you're talking about that essential, your first E, your essential. I really do believe that it is communicating really very openly with your family because one of the things that we did when Duke was in need of some extra support and assistance and us all showing up and rallying around him, it was important for the whole family to be on board. So if he was doing something, whether it be the academic stuff that he was working on or the baseball stuff that he was doing, sister would go, dad was assistant coaching and showing up for games that he could. And I was there for every, everything. (laughs) I've been there for all the things. So it's like, what is it that you need to talk about in your family that's going to make it a family affair? So now that Isabel has got all these things going on that she's wanting to do, it's very important that Duke is on board. It's very important that my husband is supportive of all of these choices that she's making. And it's very important. Thankfully, I have a job that I can have so much flexibility with um, my own, having my own company and making my own schedule that is not lost on me. That's something that I have to, I mean, I joked the other day, I was like, we're going to either have to get you a bus pass or we're going to have to figure out how to get you a driver's license at 12 years old, because there's a lot of schlepping. Okay. Listen. I am constantly schlepping containers to and from people's houses as an organizer, but now we're talking about bodies and it's helping out other people on the team and doing carpool with several girls in the car at a time or scheduling it so that if I need to do something with Duke or with work that I've got somebody taking her to and from these things. So that very important first essential step is communicating with your family and finding out if a choice that one of the kids is going to make or one person in the family. So maybe right now I'm talking to you about these things and I'm talking about our kids, but it actually could be one of the adults in the family who is needing people to rally behind them at the moment. So think about it in that way. Communicate with the family, decide, is this something that we're all going to be able to do together as a team, support each other, making sure that every person feels supported and not like, oh, you're having your moment to shine and whatever I'm doing right now doesn't matter. It's not important. I remember when I decided to start the podcast or write the book and I wondered if anyone was going to listen or if anybody would ever buy the book. I talked to my family and I said, I need your support right now, because if I don't have that, I don't know how I can like 
put this stuff out into the world? What if nobody pays attention? What if it's not a thing? And I'm convinced that a lot of the reason that it was more successful is because I did have the support of the family and I did feel the love. A friendly reminder that my book is now available on Kindle and paperback over on Amazon. So if you haven't gotten it yet, or you have, and you'd like to get more, head over to Amazon and search for, I've got you girlfriend, why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission. You can also find a direct link over on my website at everythingwithstyle.com. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. So if that's something that you need to talk about when you are doing this essential communication with your family, don't be afraid to bring it up and ask for that support. If you need that, just straight up ask and say, I need you now. I've been there for you. And I'm hoping that you can do that for me because that might be something that helps you see this is or isn't the right season for another commitment. So be really honest. Don't be afraid to really say how you're feeling and ask for what you need. And, you know, be prepared. Like maybe those family members are like, look, I would love to support you, but right now I've got a lot going on in my world. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to support you because that way you can make an informed decision and be like, all right, I'm either going to have to do this solo and it still means enough to me. And I've got the, you know, means to do that, whether it's financial or actually logistically, like getting me to one place to another or whatever, you know, you can do some things on your own. And sometimes it's the season to branch out and do something that's important to you for yourself. That's okay. If you need that permission, I'm giving it to you. So if that's something that you want to do and you think, okay, I know I've communicated with them. They are not going to be able to support me in this at this time, but I know they love me and they care about me and they're going to understand this is something I need to do for myself. Go for that. If you think, I don't think I can do this on my own. I'm going to wait until the next opportunity for something thing to come up. And I am just going to hold off and wait. That's okay too. That's okay too. And we're at that place right now. Are we going to do the musical? I don't know. My kids are at school right now. I'm going to pick them up. We're going to get on a plane. And I assure you, we're going to be talking at the airport and on that plane about what this looks like. I immediately called my husband and I said, well, this is a commitment and a half. Can we do this? And so that's one of the things we're going to talk about while we're at the wedding. We're going to be talking about, do we do this musical? Do we do basketball? Do we do volleyball? Are we doing all this at once or are we too overly scheduled? And it's going to be at the detriment or the fault of getting sleep or being our best selves and not being spread too thin and showing up in the way we really want to show up. So that's your essential communicate with your family, your enhancement. Step number two, I want you to be thinking about doing an actual hard calendar. Now, my husband used to tease me all the time for having a hard calendar, and he finally brought me into the century. And I started doing the calendar, a shared calendar digitally because we share phones. And so, you know, that was going to work out well. It's been a game changer. It's amazing. It's always on your phone. You always have your phone with you. It's great. But... I want you to consider a hard calendar. And the reason that I'm thinking I want to do this is because when I was thinking about all those things, those were just things for my Isabel. 
but there are still things we want to do for Duke. There are still things that dad and mom want to do as well. I've got my Bible studies. I've got my mom life leadership stuff. I've got my business stuff. And I'd like to have a little bit of a social life. You know, I'd like to go on a date every now and then. So there are definitely some things that you want to be thinking about that you put in, even if it's tentatively, grab a few colored pencils, a few markers, something like that, and write on an actual hard calendar for the next few months, however long. I mean, the volleyball is going to be a year commitment, but we figured out when all those three things, for example, that Isabel wanted to do, it was going to be, some of it was going to be in November, December, beginning of January. Some of it was going to be the entire school year until June. And some of it was just going to be uh, sporadically January, February, March. And so we want to see where those things overlap. We don't want to be, like I said, spread so thin that you're bailing on some of those initial commitments you made because something new and shiny came along. So do consider doing a hard calendar so you can actually see it in different colors. I don't think that you have to do this all the time, every single week. Like you, you don't have to go crazy. Some people do. That's okay. It's a little much for me and I'm super organized, but having a list first, you would say, okay, this commitment is going to take this amount of time this many hours these days of the week, pop that in, then this commitment. And then you start to see where the overlap is and you make the choice. Is that overlap going to be detrimental to you, your family, your rest, homework, uh, schoolwork, projects that are coming up, uh, something at work that the parents have to be at, travel, what's going to happen with that overlap? Is it something that you can say, you know what? I think we can swing it. I think we're going to have a few tough weeks and trying to figure out how we get to all these things all at once, but it's short-lived. And so temporary, it's going to be awesome to be able to participate in all of these things if we can all rally behind this person and really show up and support them. You know, it can really be a fun thing to kind of single out one member of the family and just be all 100% in for them. Now, if you've got a lot of people in your family, I understand that can be very hard. So again, that number one essential communication with family is key. That is the first thing. And maybe you might decide it's not going to work out this time. And we'll try it again next time. Great communication, ask for what you need and really do take into consideration what people tell you. <laughs> if they're going to say, I will be there for you, or I cannot be there for you, take them at their word. So then we've got the enhancement of trying a hard calendar. See what that looks like. See where it's overlapping and see if that can help you make your decision about whether or not you want to schedule this other thing or if it's going to make you a little overly scheduled to a fault. And the final thing, this is the extra, your third E here. I just want to talk about how important it is to communicate with the coaches or the teachers or whoever it is that you're actually working with for all these upcoming activities. So today after the musical theater uh, meetup, I actually went and spoke to her teacher and a couple of, a few of them actually. And I said, we are involved with a couple other things now, because this was a school thing and basketball is a school thing. Uh, he was like, you know what? It, we have an understanding that if it's a practice, musical theater takes precedence. If it's a game, sports takes precedence. And so if there are a couple of those, because like I said, remember, there was only going to be like that one month where all these worlds collide. <laughs> and so we're really trying to weigh the pros and cons and see, because she doesn't want to show up being depleted or not 100% ready to give her all. So that was so great to hear. 
if you have an opportunity to go actually speak to those coaches or to those teachers or to whomever it is that's going to be that you're talking to about this and participating in this with, go talk to them and say, we're at this crossroads. We don't know if we can commit. Here's what we're looking at. Can you walk through this with me? So we had a little preliminary conversation. We're going to go back and do these three things. We're going to talk about it with the family. We're going to do the hard calendar. And then we're going to go back and get back with the teachers and say, look, we realize that there are these, you know, two to three weeks that are going to be a little bit sticky. How do you guys feel about this? If you feel like she's going to be showing up, not a hundred percent, and it's not okay. We're going to hold off until what next year's winter sports or next year's musical theater, because we've already committed to the big club league for the year. So hopefully just hearing some of these things that you can think about will help narrow down what it is that you want to do. And again, don't be afraid to try something new, but also if you see that it might be something that is going to make you feel really overcommitted and stressed, and you're not going to be able to show up as your best self or your kid's not going to show up as their best selves, then maybe consider holding off for a little bit because the last thing you want is to feel really overscheduled, overly committed to things. And that ends up being to a fault. So hopefully this has helped you guys in making those decisions. If this is a season of rest for you, congratulations, take it in because we all know it can get crazy real quick. So thank you so much for joining me for this episode. And I will talk to you next week for some organization motivation. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.